Welcome to a new episode of the Breakfast Pizza Podcast. I'm JR, joined with Lucas. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we're here. So this is our first episode since the hotly debated fast food bracket. I've never... We've said a lot of silly things that people should have argued with us about. Nobody ever really did. But boy, you try to tell them Wendy's beats Chick-fil-A or Taco Bell beats Qdoba, and you have got a fight on your hands. Uh, it was it was fiery. Um, it was. I, I would still like have to... people, like, I still have people, like, personally coming up to me and like, man, I can't believe you did that. I can't, I can't believe that you said. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, uh, I will say I went to Wendy's the other night. Uh, I can't remember. We were, I think we were on our way from home from church last Saturday or something. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll go to Wendy's and get a sandwich. It'll be great. Ice machine was broken. They didn't say they had no CO2 for the beverages. So I got a flat, warm coke Ugh. come and, on wendy's yeah it was rough they they let me down yeah but, i've never had either one of those things happen to me at wendy's but yeah so anyways that that was very depressing i did put a poll out on facebook everyone voted uh pretty much everything went exactly as we said it with the exception of Cadoba over Taco Bell was the only one that people disagreed with. I didn't do the second round because I was too lazy. <laughs> I just didn't do it. Yeah, Cadoba over Taco Bell was the big one that I got. Yeah. And, uh, well, then people got mad about Wendy's and Five Guys, and I'm like, Yeah, that one too. That corner of the bracket was problematic. That that yeah. uh, whatever that was like the southeast whatever I was surprised was. no one well some people did argue about Hardee's and Subway a few but that wasn't yeah but no one really cared yeah right. anyways because neither one of them are winning speaking of people that were never going to win anything this past weekend there was a fight well, between Jake Paul and Ben Askren a fight so, there's a lot of people, a lot of people, talking about Ben Askren maybe not trying his best. Um, and then you have another corner of people saying, would UFC fighters please stop trying to be boxers? Here's what I want. Would someone agree to the fight with Jake Paul? Just go in. And knock his lights out. There we go. That Can that great. happen? Yep. I I mean, yeah, it should have happened this weekend, but I mean, Ben Askren is a NCAA national championship wrestler, UFC fighter. He's an Olympic wrestler, I believe. As well. I think so. I believe so. If he Wikipedia, was on an Olympic team, I think it was for wrestling. If he, he was on the, the it was for wrestling if he was in the Olympics. He was 100% in the Olympics. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was. He first of all did not train at all. 
<laughs> right. No, he was like, I got to have some compensation to make this worth my time. What time? You just showed up. You said, is this I, at 630? He didn't work out at all. Like He was, <laughs> uh, I think one of the announcers says he looks like a bag of milk. <laughs> uh, so he was not in great shape. No. I refuse, as a former wrestler, I'm offended at how soft that was. That Yeah, it was. That was horrible. I can't believe people paid money for that, but apparently Justin Bieber yeah. did four songs and Yeah, R.I.P. to whoever bought the pay per view. They made seventy five million dollars on pay per view. Golly. Uh, that's wild. Man. Ben Askren was in it for the paycheck and didn't care. He made more money on that pay-per-view than any of the UFC fights he's ever done. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because he got a $350,000 check just for being there and losing. And then the pay-per-view cut. Yeah. So, so people who say money doesn't buy happiness, apparently it can (laughs) buy you the chance to knock out professional athletes when you're a sorry YouTuber. And it can also buy you uh, enough happiness, at least to make you smile ear to ear after getting knocked out by said sorry YouTuber three minutes after the yeah. fight. I get, I might put this on YouTube, so we might not say sorry YouTubers because we're YouTubers if I do yeah, that. Yeah, but we're not trying to fight Ben Askren. I mean, you you're be not. a YouTuber. <laughs> you are? No, I was just kidding. I wrestled in college. I'll take him. I, I, on a previous episode, I said I thought about wrestling a bison. So, you know. That's true. I'd take Ben Askren before I took a bison. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I would too. Man, these (laughs) things are, they're getting big. They're not I've never seen a bison, but I mean, I've been around cattle and you don't play with cattle. Yeah, cattle could run like a deer. It's pretty much what you're looking at. Yeah. And they had sharp horns. I want no part of that. Anyways, um, that's the first thing that we had to talk about, that sorry excuse for a fight. Um, I'm glad I didn't pay to watch it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I'm Uh, also glad you didn't knock your old mic set up over right there. Yeah, that could have been real rough. Um yeah, I'm glad I didn't pay to watch it. I've never paid for anything pay-per-view. I haven't either. I don't really understand it. I don't either because I got to watch the knockout like an hour later when it got posted everywhere. On Twitter, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, there was one point when UFC was really popular. I think it would have been UFC 100. With, so, this is before. I'm older than you. Okay. Right? I know, but that's when it got popular for me. I thought that's where we were going. Well, no, like. Anderson Silva, George St. Pierre, okay. like uh, Chuck Liddell, Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, uh, uh, Dan Henderson, and Bigsby, Bigsby, whatever the Euro- European guy that he Bis- pummeled in Bisping, whatever he was knocked out. Is what he was, that was <laughs> one of the most fun things I've ever watched. But like the Brock, Le- the big Brock Lesnar fight. I remember that came out, and I wanted to like get friends together to watch it. I didn't. I, didn't. I just watched it later. <laughs> like, 
but I've been I've thought about it, but I don't know. I'm surprised the NFL hasn't done something about that. Uh, speaking of viewing NFL, they redid all those TV right deals, and DirecTV still got to keep Sunday Ticket. Why? Why? Come on. Do you know what <sighs> would happen if Amazon got Sunday Ticket? A lot more people would watch it. Uh, the NFL would make money hands over fist. Yeah, because more people would be watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of having DirecTV only having it. It's ridiculous. Yep. I, that's what I would I would have done, but I'm not in charge of the NFL. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but before we get to talk more about football, there's another sport that's happening right now. That's right. With games or contests that actually matter. That would be golf. Facts. Absolutely. Baseball doesn't matter until September. Yeah. And the guys in the NBA aren't even trying yet. <laughs> Correct. So. Although Steph Curry is still the best watch in basketball on a night-to-night basis by far. Yeah. Like, if you're just going to sit down and watch an NBA game, I'll admit they're hard to watch most of the time. If you're going to watch one, sit down. Watch Golden State play, watch Steph Curry jack up threes from God knows where, and watch all of them go in. They might lose, but it's entertaining. Man, he makes a lot of those, though. Did you see his four-point left-handed fling like two or three days ago? He got a guy in the air, got fouled, chucked it over his head like a little hook backwards thing, drained it, made the free throw. He had 42 that game. It was crazy. Wow. That's epic. Um, but golf is happening. Yes. Sorry. So we had the masters since our last episode. Um, big win for the Asian golf fandom. Yeah. With Hideki Matsuyama. Yep. Um, I still for life of me cannot remember who that Asian golfer was that was, it was in a couple majors that he was like battling Tiger Woods. I don't think he ever beat him, but they were close. I really genuinely don't know who you're talking about. I don't know. Maybe I mean, Tiger Woods is half Asian. Are you talking about Tiger Woods? No. It was somebody else. I don't know. But there's been a lot of Asian golfers that have come up, and they were supposed to be great. I remember yeah. uh, Y.E. Yang and K.J. Choi. Um, yeah. I remember KJ Choi because he hit down on that ball so hard. He had like a three-quarter swing and just thumped the thing. It was awesome to watch. Uh, Ryo Ishikawa. Mm. I don't know. He, yeah. And then Hideki Matsuyama, who did win the yeah. major. Uh, the pause at the top of his backswing is severely impressive I, it's so wild i cannot believe it i can't do that i'm not flexible enough to get myself in that position without some momentum as in i've kind of got to throw myself back into that i can't stay there well i mean like that would be like holding the rubber band all the way at the end yeah like i it's got to let go i can't hold it there exactly <laughs> like it was almost like he had a let off like a compound bow just wound yeah. up and then i got 
That's pretty wild. Um, it is. But I'm not going to lie. I was not rooting for him to win. Um, and it was pretty boring to watch. It was cool to watch uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy roll around the golf course. <laughs> um, it's so weird. He looks just like him. He does. Zalatoris uh, really does. But at 15, when Matsuyama goes over the green, like I was in the chair, lean back, feet up, right? Just like, this is boring. Like, But like, Shoffley is surging at this point. Right, like he was surging, but I was like, but here's this whole, like, look where Matsuyama is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's easily going to birdie this hole which is going to make it almost impossible for Shoffley to make up any ground. And then you basically have 16, and then none of the other holes are birdie holes. Uh-uh. Like 17 is birdieable, but it's not a real big birdie hole. And so when I see that ball, I see it hit the back of the green. Feet come down, up out of the chair, like, <laughs> what an idiot. You can't do that. What's wrong with him? The ball hasn't even made it to the water yet. And I'm no, like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Let's go, Xander. <laughs> Stephanie's just looking at me like I'm a moron, just yelling at the TV. And then Xander puts it on the green, two putts, or he went just off the back of it. I can't remember. He, he uh, got birdied. I can't even, he birdied it. By the way, Hideki's bogey on that hole <laughs> is the best bogey. Bogey from where he went in the water. Made a heck of a, yeah. He made a heck of a shot just to make bogey after that. Yeah. He was not, that could have easily been double or worse. Right. That was awesome. Yeah. Good for him. But on the 16th tee, only down by two shots. Mm. With and momentum. Shoffley's, oh, man. That that was devastating for me to watch. Oh, my gosh. My heart just hit the floor whenever that ball went in the water. Oh. Yeah. I, I wasn't even – I wasn't rooting for Xander as hard as it sounds like you were. But I was rooting for Xander. And when that ball hit the water, I just – I just took the wind out of me. By the way, Taylor made golf just started their YouTube channel and been posting a lot of videos from like the, like, I don't know, their Taylor made players club where like all the guys that use Taylor made clubs were together doing these challenges. Mm-hmm. And this is before Tiger Woods forgot how to drive a car in a curve. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Make it easy on the man. Sorry. That was not a curve. Our I interstates mean, are windier well. than that. As I say, he wouldn't do well here in West Virginia. I mean, come on. That's not a curve. Yeah. <laughs> not it's at all. It's a bend in a straight road. A bend, it's still straight. Anyways, <laughs> regardless. Uh, I had watched some of his videos, which made me root a little bit more for Xander because those guys were hilarious. Uh, it was awesome. 
there was one with Tommy Fleetwood and Rory trying to skip the ball across to I thought it was sixteen or seventeen. Probably was at the probably players. Was sixteen. It was at oh, the players. Maybe I guess. Oh, okay. The Island Green. At seventeen, right? At seventeen. Um. Anyways, it was fun to watch. But I wasn't rooting as much for Xander as Nick Faldo was against Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> and Faldo got his wish because DeChambeau got muffed by Augusta. Which, by the way, right? There's par sixty-seven. My aunt Fanny. You can't say that. Like, no, you can't. The golf gods heard you, right? You don't do that. You can't. You don't mock the course. Take a note from Matsuyama's caddy. Foul to the course. Come on, Deshambo. Get some respect. I, I don't even want to play the golf course. I just want to putt on a few of those greens. Oh, I want to play it. I mean, like I, I would. I want to try to stick a wedge. I want, I want to, to play after it rains. That is. After it rains. I don't. I want to play it in Masters tournament conditions just to see what it's like. I know I'll shoot 170, but I want to try. Uh, let me tell you what it's like. Miserable. <laughs> Can only be so miserable. Uh, if I ever get the chance to play at Augusta, no matter what I shoot, I'll have one of the best days of my life. Uh... Yeah, DeChambeau did not do good, though. He was all over the place. And I knew he used the one-size irons, so that everything was a seven-iron length. Right. I knew he did that, which, by the way, I kind of think is brilliant. Like, it's a cool idea. I don't know that I like it, but it's a cool idea. Yeah, I don't know that I like it either, but it is cool. Um, but then his wedges are also a seven iron length. That would and I found weird. that weird. I also find it weird that everyone has a graphite shaft in their putter. Yeah. They, and people were using graphite, graphite and shafts and wedges. Wedges and irons are getting more and more popular. That's weird. Like, that's... I remember that was the Super Game Improvement Senior Clubs. But now they're making them so stiff that they might as... I mean... I know, but... I, also, have you seen the grips Bryson uses? Yeah, they're... They're the fattest... He's like holding the fat end of a baseball bat. He's holding the barrel of the bat. Uh, You can go watch a couple of his speed workouts where he's working on his ball speed. There's no one else training like that. He trained like uh, Ben Askren should have trained. Like Bryson trained. I don't think Ben Askren needed to train that hard. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, Bryson went. He goes hard when he is yeah. training that stuff. Like I don't. I kind of like. I like Deshambo overall. I don't like his. It's a par sixty-seven. I don't care for that. But yeah. I like him overall, and I respect how much work he puts into it. But man, that dude works so hard, trains so hard. Yeah, you gotta well, love that. You know the old saying: "You drive for show, you putt for dough." 
I mean, they say that, but I still like to hit my driver into the woods 300 yards and then three putt. Uh, I like to put on a good show for the people, you know, the other well, three guys. In my speaking force. of putting on a good show, I got the chance to play in a scramble this weekend. Opening oh, day at the country club. this coming weekend. Yeah. Same thing at my country club next weekend. This coming so, weekend. uh, it just got real white. It did. Um, very white. So we start on a 170 yard par three first hole. I was the worst player on our team. So I teed off first. Topped it. <laughs> but buddy, I topped it hard. <laughs> That's something only a 30 handicap says. Why are you saying that? I topped it. Thir- boy, 30? I topped it hard. You're 30? not a 30 handicap. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you talking about? You topped it hard. So, uh, it was more of a <laughs> extreme thin <laughs> than it was a top. Okay. So, like, it was probably 60, 70 yards before it touched anything. Okay. And it was screaming. So you scalded it. That's what that's called. Sure, yeah. I mean, I only had... It. I had like a 40 yard pitch shot up to the green. So like, yeah, all in all, like if I was playing by myself, I would have been irritated, but I'd have been okay. <laughs> yeah. You, you just scald it. You didn't top it. You by the way, the number one player, I think he hit it just short of the green. It rolled down the hill, like 10 yards past my ball. So listen, us ringers on the team are not invincible. Okay. We do that oh, stuff too. You, now you're a ringer. Occasionally. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> the best guy I know. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> hey, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will, all right? All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of believing in yourself, there's a lot of players that are believing in themselves for something that's going to happen next week, Lucas. The NFL yeah, draft. It's, it's creeping up on us. It's almost yeah. here. That was, I'm telling you what, my segues are good today. Well, I'm on top okay, of it. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go with your segues are good. So, Lucas, we're going to give our uh, our top ten picks. I'm pulling up a mock draft because they're going to draft some offensive linemen that nobody's ever heard of, and I'm not going to get those right. Well, here's the so deal. I'm just going to. I'm not looking at a mock draft. I'm just going based off what I know, which is not a lot, because I haven't paid a lot of attention. Because I know what the number 10 pick's going to be. And if I'm wrong on the number 10 pick, uh, I just don't care. It doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, there's going to be like eight quarter, five quarterbacks taken in the first 10 picks, and maybe one of them makes a Pro Bowl sometime. Um, yeah, that's fair. Based off statistics. I, so, well, I don't. I think one of them will make a Pro Bowl, but I think one of them will make Pro Bowls. I ain't well, got a lot of faith in this tournament. Let, let's let's go we'll through here, about. and we'll figure out who you think is going to be a Pro Bowler. Because in the top ten, you don't want to draft just a Pro Bowler. You want a Hall of Famer. That's true. So they say. If that's, that's the true. case, almost all of them are busts. By the way, before we get into speaking of Hall of Fame, Julian Edelman retires. Julian Edelman 
is not a Hall of Famer. He's not close. Stop. He's not close. I love. There was some uh, lady on Twitter that tweeted a picture like Julian Edelman is so good in all the playoffs and Super Bowls. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And the picture she tweeted was of Danny Amendola. Beautiful. Poetic justice right there. Poetic justice. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, not a Hall of Famer. Not even close. Not the greatest receiver nope. ever. <laughs> Just done with it. Anyways. All yeah. right. So the first pick in the draft is the Jacksonville Jaguars. We pretty much all know, right? It's Trevor Lawrence. It's the lady now, man himself. What do you think happens? Uh, so there was a lot of there was a lot of talk going around. In some article, Trevor Lawrence said that he doesn't play with a chip on his shoulder because essentially, like he's never been looked down on his entire life. That's There's true. never been someone that said, you can't do this. That's true. He's been the best player in high school, college, going into the draft. People were like, I can't believe he said yeah. something like that. I'm like, it's pretty honest. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. But what happens if Urban Meyer says, you know what? I think I want Justin Fields. Instead of Trevor Lawrence. All right, let's just assume that Urban Meyer makes poor decisions. It's not that hard to imagine. Okay, we can assume that. I mean, if it doesn't go well, he's going to have to go spend more time with his family and he can't coach anymore. Depending on how many of his coaches abuse their wives and he just lets it slide, you know, whatever. I mean, what if he not, takes Justin not, Fields? You're not saying anything. He's not going to take Justin Fields. But let's just say he does, hypothetically. But why? What kind of chaos? I want it to happen because I just want people to go crazy. I mean, they would because he'd be making a massive mistake. But, I mean, let's just say, how much do you think the number two pick in the draft is worth if he takes Justin Fields? Um, anybody but Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. I don't know about that. We'll see. Uh, it's Trevor Lawrence's number one. That's the yeah. Number two Absolutely. is the Jets. I think they've made it clear they're going quarterback after trading Darnold. So the yeah. question is which. Um, so pretty much everyone is saying this is Zach Wilson. It kind of looks like it at this point. It for a while, as in when the, you know, a couple months ago, everybody would have said Justin Fields. Zach Wilson's stock just keeps climbing. Um, I mean, I'm kind of buying it. As far as I'm buying that, that's who the Jets will pick. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, like, I could see it being someone else, but. Trey Lance would make more sense to me because I think to be successful in the Jets right now, 
It's got to be that freak athlete type of quarterback. Long term, I don't think it's more – I don't think it's as good. But in the immediate, I was about to say more better, by the way. More better? Yeah. More gooder? I caught myself. Better um, much? I don't know. I think it's probably Zach Wilson. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Trey Lance. But – I think it's Zach Wilson, too. I think that's who we'll take. So the Niners traded up from – uh, what, 12? Um, or 6? F- uh, 5, I think. Was it 5? I think it was 6. Okay, okay, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they traded up from 6 with the Dolphins, I believe. Or no, the Dolphins, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I know they traded with the Dolphins. They traded I with don't, somebody. It was the Dolphins. I do, not, I do not remember where they traded from. It was the Dolphins, though. I think it was six. We're going to say it was six. And I don't remember. You don't trade up like that to not take a quarterback. Yep. So, they still have Garoppolo on their roster. Yeah, he ain't going to make it much longer. Or maybe he will but, because nobody wants him. But. but We already have Lawrence and Wilson off the board. So, we have Lance... Jones and Fields. Fields. You think it's Fields? I I honestly think we might see Jones and Lance go before Fields. Um, I agree. Fields is not his draft stock is doing this. Those guys is climbing. I think they take Jones or Lance. Um which of the two? So, this is my question with Justin Fields. You backed up Jake Fromm at Georgia. As one of the highest recruited college quarterbacks in the country. And you backed up Jake Fromm. You never took the starting position away from him. You entered the transfer portal. To go to Ohio State. He's successful there. Mm-hmm. But everyone's been successful in that offense. Cardell Jones, Dwayne Haskins. JT Barrett. JT Barrett. All of them were successful in that offense. Braxton Miller. What makes me think that he's going to be any different than those guys? I don't. I don't think he's going to be. I mean, here's the deal. Wisconsin turns out 2,000-yard running backs every other year. I'm not drafting a Wisconsin running back in the first round of a draft because they all have that many rushing yards because that's their offense. And they have maybe one of the best offensive lines in the country because they, they feed them nothing but fresh trees curd, cheese curds yeah. all day. They got the corn-fed hog mollies up front clearing the way. So, I'm weary of running backs from Wisconsin. I'm weary of quarterbacks from Ohio State because they're never successful in the NFL. Yeah. Never. Yeah. 
And if I'm a so, GM, I'm playing the odds of never. Yeah. Like, so are you going with Carson Wentz 2.0 or are you going with uh, – For Mac the Jones? Niners, I think it's Mac Jones. I like the analogy that someone used. Mac Jones is a lot like Matt Ryan. I agree. Who he Kyle Shanahan like had when he was at – also a little bit like Ryan Tannehill who is also uh, less, flourishing a lot less athletic than Ryan Tannehill. I don't, he's pretty athletic. Ryan Tannehill's very athletic. I, that's Mac true. Jones. Mac Jones is built like a bag of milk as you so astutely called out for Ben Askin. Askern. Askern, whatever his name is. Not ask, not like Akron with an S in it. No, yeah, it is. it's like a, a S K R E N. I believe. Askren. Pretty sure. It was Askern. I think it's Askern. Dang it. I said it wrong. Askren. Anyways. <laughs> regardless. <laughs> you think Mac Jones? I kind of think, think Mac, Mac Jones. Jones too. I like Trey Lance more, but I. If I'm a betting man, I'll bet on Mac Jones. Yeah, I think. I think Mac Jones makes a lot of sense. Um. At the number fourth pick, you have the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. So, they could use a quarterback. But I don't think you're picking a quarterback have at this to have point. One. Yeah, right. So, here's the deal. They're most likely going to stink next year, too. Yeah. At this point. I don't point, think they take a quarterback. I don't think they do either. But the question is, who do they take? Do they take – because most of the really, like, the top players in this draft are – a lot of them are offensive guys. Yeah, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, a couple offensive – two offensive linemen that I can't remember the names of. Yeah. Um, What are those guys' names? Um, Oh, Sewell. Sewell, yeah. Yeah, Sewell. And uh, there's another one that's... So they could take Sewell. I wouldn't be surprised if they take Sewell. Um, anyways, I could see them taking Kyle Pitts. I could too, just because he looks like... He looks like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of freak athlete, yep. crazy, insane... And even if you don't need that guy, it's hard to pass him. Um, I think it's Sewell or him. I think... I think this one gets traded. Oh, you think so? I think someone makes the jump up to take Trey Lance or Justin Fields. I think... There are a lot of people waiting to see what happens at number three to determine whether or not they want to jump to four. And by the uh, way, if they take Penny Sewell at four, the Bengals are trading out. Or they're stupid. Step up and take Pitts. The Bengals? Yeah. That's not what they need. Some some side of offensive lineman. I mean, I I mean they need weapons. 
but they need an offensive line worse. Why? Wow. They need. They almost got Joe Burrow murdered last year. <laughs> well, every game, almost every snap, they did that. Yeah. So I, they need an offensive lineman. I think, from what I understand, the difference between the top two offensive linemen is massive. I agree. That's what I understand. I don't know. I'm listening. So to I assume people. that if Sewell's not on the board, they'll trade out. They'll trade back. Because there's someone middle first round that would rather have a quarterback than they would an offensive lineman, um, or than they than they would whatever they get there. Um, maybe a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers who are in uh, Ben Roethlisberger purgatory. They did re-sign Josh Dobbs. Maybe that's the future. I don't think. I mean, it we're is. not. No, it's not. We're not in purgatory. But after this year, we need a quarterback. He's our quarterback. After this yep. year, though, not going to be. Oh man, right. my PC's battery is running low. How about that? Uh, all right. So, I think the Falcons probably trade out of this pick. If they keep the pick, I assume they take Kyle Pitts. I'll agree with that. Uh, the Bengals, I think it's Penny Sewell, and if they don't, they're really dumb. Yeah, I agree. They gotta have an offensive line. All right, then we get to the Dolphins. At number Dolphins six. Need everything. This is where I think the first receiver goes. I think Jamar Chase. So if it's my money. I'm definitely taking Jamar Chase over any of the other guys. I know a lot of people are really big on Devontae Smith, Devonta Smith, however you say yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not. I, said, I posted the thing. Uh, he didn't have the best numbers of a senior receiver. He was very good, but – it wasn't miraculous. I wasn't blown away by it. I gotta plug my computer in. Pardon my No, not that one, my computer charger. It's in my bag. Olivia to the rescue. I thought I had enough battery. Apparently not. Man. Well But I would take Jamar Chase over the other two. That is I would too. Alright. That's just what I feel. And especially based off how good Justin Jefferson was this past year. Yeah, he was real good. Which kind of shows you like... When you're putting up Randy Moss numbers, you're good. Yeah, and it shows it wasn't just the system that they played in in college. It was also, they were just really good athletes and they performed really well. Yeah, I agree. All right, so I think it's Jamar Chase to the Dolphins. Go ahead and write it in. We'll guarantee it. Number seven, Dan Campbell, the knee biters. <laughs> they bite out of your kneecap. What do we think here? I mean, they need a quarterback. I mean, they do. Do you think, you think Dan Campbell... The kneecap biting dude head coach taking one of these quarterbacks? Probably not. 
considering they're paying a guy on their team to play quarterback a lot of money. Yeah. I I assume they have enough problems to deal with that they're not worried about a quarterback in this draft. I I would think so, but I'm telling you, some people have got them taking Justin Fields here or they've got them going quarterback. I don't think that's a good move, but... I So I believe very little in Justin Fields, and I think Trey Lance is... I don't know. You think maybe they take uh, the cornerback, Patrick Sertain? No. 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 Don't you? No. Just saying. No, I don't. Uh, I think Dan Campbell is sitting back hoping that Kyle Pitts is there at seven, being a former tight end. He's probably drooling. Huh? You think he goes a wet? What if Kyle Pitts is not there? I don't think Kyle Pitts makes it to seven. I don't either. Does he take? Does he take a wide receiver? Who's uh, Jalen Waddle, the other receiver out of Alabama? Yeah, I, they probably end up with Devonte Smith over Jalen Waddle. They could go defense. Um, there is the linebacker from Penn State. Yeah, that's really high. Um, and based off history, a linebacker out of Penn State's pretty good pick. Um, there's not very many people that have regretted drafting a linebacker out of Penn State. That's true. Um, so I'm going to go with the Penn State linebacker. Why not? I will. I'll go with Jalen Waddle. I think they try to help out. Uh, I mean, they got Kenny Galladay signed. I think maybe they put somebody on the other side of him try to make Jared Goff successful. Maybe, yeah. That or O line, the other O line. Their best bet is I'll if- say Jottle. If Pitts was available, that would be the one they take. That would be an incredible steal, but I don't think that happens. Um, next up is the Panthers. So the Panthers, 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 the Panthers traded for Sam Darnold. So they have Sam Darnold. They still have Teddy Bridgewater. They're not picking quarterback. No. Um. Another one I think could be traded. Could be. I think they take. Mm. They need weapons they too, take. though. They do. They need weapons. They need. They they need a lot of things. Um. They could take O line. Uh, what is the other guy? Is Slater? The other guy's name, Rashawn Slater. Yeah, from Northwestern. Yeah, Slater. They could take him. They could take uh, Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle, whichever is available. Um, maybe they take cornerback. There's a couple cornerbacks, Sertin and uh, who's the other guy? Go high on uh, Horn. Yeah, out of South Carolina. Hmm. I think all those are in play. Um, I don't know. All right. Well. I I think it's probably a receiver. Um, I don't know that they take Sertan that high. I also think depending on what happens in the picks above that, I think eight's a spot that people would trade up to to get Trey Lance or Justin Fields. Avail- I agree. If there's still quarterbacks available, yeah. 
Um, because the next pick is the Broncos. The Broncos are taking a quarterback. Agreed. They're taking whichever one of those guys falls to. And I think they end up with Trey Lance. I agree. That just feels right it, to me. Yep. Justin Fields does not feel like a John Elway quarterback. Trey Lance does. Yep. I agree. I think they take Trey Lance. Um, and then the 10th pick, Dallas Cowboys. So. Weedham boys. Who are they taking, JR? I mean, they clearly need another receiver. Yeah, obviously. Uh, they had better take defense. <laughs> so here's the thing. And this is not going to be – maybe they'll talk about it. The fact that they changed defensive coordinator to Dan Quinn, who much more lines up with the personnel they already had on their team. It'll like, help. It should change drastically. They lost a couple of defensive players, which may or may not hurt or improve them. I mean, uh, I think the two places they need help are secondary and defensive line, interior defensive line. Because when you play at 4-3, those interior defensive linemen are key. They matter. Um, I do know that uh, who is the Sheldon Richardson was just cut from the Browns after they signed Jadavian Clowney. Mm. I think they probably pick him up to sure up the interior, the defensive line. I think the Cowboys take Sertan here and they can have him opposite of Diggs who did play very well last year before he got hurt. I mean, I don't know about very well. He got he, his numbers are vastly inflated by Carson Wentz throwing him perfect passes. Oh my gosh, he'll be good. He will be he's, good. He's, he's a good player. He's very good. He's a good player. In the off season, he's probably just running like guarding his brother running routes. <laughs> Stephon Diggs. He's a good player. I didn't know if you knew they were brothers. I did. I don't know what you meant. I mean, not much most of the time. So there was a chance that you didn't know that. Um, you're you're right. But I think the Cowboys take Sertan, and if Sertan's not available, I think they trade back, or they try. Really, you to don't trade think back. they just take Horn or uh, no? Really? Yeah. Because those guys, as far as what I'm, well, maybe not. Okay. I think I think they take cornerback secondary, which I, means Sertan or Horn. So the problem is there's some depth at a lot of those positions. From what I understand, I don't know. Most everything I hear about this is coming from Dallas Cowboys sites. It tweets. So everything's a little biased. But everything I understand is the defensive line draft isn't – it's very mid-heavy. There's not a lot of amazing, but they're Mm -hmm. not horrible. They're just sort of all – like second, third rounders is where the meat of it is. Mm-hmm. So if you can, uh, if you don't get the quarterback you want at 10, you can back up. 
I think they want one of those two guys, and I'm almost positive at least one, if not both, are available at that point. So I'm pretty sure Sertan's father played for Dallas. Here we go. I'm just He was on one of the Dallas radio shows talking about his son. There was also news reports that Jerry Jones was going to trade up to get Kyle Pitts. That could happen. By the way, what you guys need is more offensive weapons. The best defense is a good offense. But can we just, in theory, if you had Kyle a tight end with Kyle Pitts caliber, like his athleticism, with Cooper, Gallup, C.D. Lamb, and Zeke in the backfield, you should be very hard to stop. You should be impossible to stop. Impossible. And you have a quarterback that can run. Yeah. That should be the most prolific offense or one of top three most prolific offenses in the NFL. Yeah, because I would say that that receiving core is better than what Kansas City has. If it's not better, it's really close. Because Kansas City, it's close. I mean, Depending Tyler, on how good Kyle Pitts is, which I think he'll be very good. Yeah, Kelsey that is would very be better. good. Kelsey is extremely good. Tyreek Hill is extremely good. Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins yeah. are good players. It rivals it. It rivals it. Anyways, um, I, if they traded up to Kyle Pitts, I would think it was dumb, but I also wouldn't be super upset about it because it, you sort of got to look at this draft in sort of a weird scope. We don't know anything about any of these people. Very little. Um, I mean, they didn't play anybody except the people in their conference. Half of them didn't play. Trey Lance played one exhibition game. Yeah. Zach Wilson played nobody except for Coastal Carolina. <laughs> I, Which like, is still nobody. So, what we don't know anything about any of these players. So, yeah. giving up two picks in this year's draft to move somewhere isn't that big a deal, except for the fact that there's no one has any money. That's true. So you have to have draft picks to fill out your roster. That's a good point. I, I don't know. I think That's a good point. I think the Cowboys end up with Sertan because I think there's enough QB movement in the top. I agree. To distract. I think there'll be more QBs taken than maybe we – I shoot, maybe all of them. I don't know. People love QBs. So we just went through that top ten with Justin Fields not being taken. Yeah, I think that's correct. I don't know that it'll happen. but So let's just say that we're correct about all of that, right? That we were right about everything. It's a big if right there, but let's go with it. At number 11, the New York Giants have the number 11 pick. You got Danny Dimes. Do you believe in Danny Dimes? Do you take Justin Fields? I don't because I don't like Justin Fields, but do they? Maybe. Let's just say Chase, Waddle, Smith are all gone. Those receivers. You're at number 11. Your biggest needs as a is some sort of weapon to help. There's not really any there. Yeah, it gets lean after that. So what do you do? You take the next mediocre lineman? 
Like, what, what are they going to do? I don't know. I mean, they could take Lyman. Um, that feels like a New York thing to do to take a lineman. Um, they should take, I mean, Devontae Smith or Waddle. We already said they're gone. Waddle, Smith, Chase, Smith, Pitts. I don't know. So if it's one of those guys are hanging there, they should take them. It's but hard. they'll probably take O-linemen, maybe. It's hard to imagine we get out of the top ten without at least four of those quarterbacks gone. Four of them will go. I'm and very confident We know that. Kyle Pitts is gone. We know Penny Sewell's gone. That's six of the top ten picks. The, That's I, all I'm really confident in, though. I guarantee those are gone. And then at least one receiver, Jamar Chase. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then it's either receiver, corner, or another lineman in a corner. Yeah. I see that's how the top ten goes. I don't I agree see. With that. I don't know. So out of that top ten that we sort of laid out there, which one of those players do you think's the most successful in their rookie year? Um, I lean towards Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. Um, Jamar Chase has got me believing in rookie receivers after Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, and uh, uh, Claypool and Chase being out of LSU. Um, also, Kyle Pitts is just an absolute freak of nature. And if he does happen to go to Atlanta, Atlanta's got a pretty decent offense. Matt Ryan's still a good quarterback. You still have Julio Jones. You still have uh, – oh, Lord, who's the who's the, um, the younger guy? Um, oh, my Lord. Who's the other – Julio Jones and – Calvin Ridley. Thank you. Yes. Um, I tried to just be really still so it looked like I was lagged or something while I was thinking. I knew you were just letting me hang out there. But, uh, but anyway, I mean, I think Kyle Pitts could have a extremely successful rookie year um, if he ends up in Atlanta. But I'll say Kyle Pitts because I think he's just a freak. So, Kyle Pitts is possible. Um, I don't know about Jamar Chase because I think where – I thought Jamar Chase would go would be Miami. Um. And I don't have a lot of faith in Tua. That's true. Um, and who knows, by the time we get there, maybe Tua doesn't play there. Maybe they traded him for uh, Deshaun Watson and a carton of cigarettes to get him out of jail. Ooh, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, man, that thing is just getting hairy. It's getting worse, 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 worse. I don't Wild. It's just, it's just dragging on, and it is not getting better. The latest thing I saw was two of the massage therapists that came to Watson's defense weren't actually licensed therapists, so now they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, by the way, I didn't really know you could get in trouble for not for giving people massages if you're not a licensed therapist. Yeah. I'm going to remember that next time my wife asks for a massage. That's exactly what I was just thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a good thing. 
Uh, oh well. I think it's the great means great minds think alike right there. Oh. I mean that's gonna be a funny joke and then she's gonna give me a look and I'm gonna do it anyway, so Oh. That's how that's so gonna play out. I whatever. I don't care. I'm gonna homer this thing. I think the Cowboys <laughs> take Sertan. I think Sertan has a chance to be a pro bowl player as a cornerback because he's gonna play opposite of Trayvon Diggs. And he's gonna play in that style of he's a big longer quarterback cornerback that models sort of that Seattle style of secondary that they're essentially going to play. Yeah. He has good linebackers underneath of him and should have some form of pass rush. Yeah, should. Should. It shouldn't be horrible. And it should improve. So, I mean – and he gets to play against Fitzpatrick twice a year. So he could get a ton of interceptions in those games, or he could get scorched. And it could happen one one time like this, one one time like this, you know? By the way, getting scorched does not prevent you from getting in the Super Bowl. You could get scorched three times and get three picks, and you're a pro bowler. Yep. So... I think that's a good chance. Um, that's my homer pick because my team was bad enough to have a pick in the top ten. <laughs> so I get to do that. Um, but realistically, uh, realistically, it's probably Kyle Pitts. Because if he goes to Atlanta, I mean, pick it's your poison. Thinking. Like, yeah. Julio Jones is still a monster. Calvin Ridley's really good. He is really good. Uh, they had another guy, Gage, Russell Gage, who came mm-hmm. on last season and put up some really so. good numbers. Uh, they also have uh, Hayden Hurst still. I mean, you could run two wide, two tight end sets with uh, Hurst, Pitts, Julio, and Ridley. It's pretty darn good. It's tough to guard. I mean, then you got a joke of a first-round running back and Todd Gurley back there, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. By the way, when he was with the Rams, I never understood why everyone thought he was so good. I watched it, and I never thought he was that great. I watch him now, and I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I thought he looked like then. He doesn't look any different. (laughs) Whatever. I'm just smarter than most of these people, Lucas. Oh, is that what it is? That's what I'm going with. That must be what it is. Yeah, that must be it. It must be. Um, One last thing before we go. The only news of note that I saw today before we got on here was Andre Villanueva was traveling to Baltimore to visit with the Ravens. Uh, no comment no <laughs> is it gonna hurt a little bit yeah that's gonna hurt I hate the Ravens I don't want Villanueva is has been one of my favorite players for Pittsburgh for the last few years 
He's just a good stand-up guy. The uh, only form of leadership in the locker guy, room. The only form of leadership. I would hate to see him get taken like this. I feel betrayed when that stuff happens. Like I feel like I've been stabbed in the back. And I'm not mad at Villanueva. I just wish it wouldn't happen, dang it. Of course, the way he played last year, I mean, maybe it's a good thing he stays in the division. He was not impressive last year. Yeah, it won't matter. Hey, good news is there's no way. I think there's absolutely zero chance the Steelers go 8-8 eight eight this year. Yeah, they'll be better than that. They might go 8-9. and nine. Seven and ten. They'll be they'll be at least nine and eight. They'll have a winning season. Winning seasons happen in Pittsburgh. That's what we do. Well, as long as everyone forgets that only Ben can only throw slant passes, they got a good chance. We'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. Fire that OC. Throw the ball. They fired the OC Down and the then field. hired the quarterback's coach to be the OC. I know what they did. Hopefully he does new things. Oh, you think he's going to do something other than what Ben wants? They played better when Ben just called the plays. For the first, like, two times it happened. <laughs> Listen, winning season in Pittsburgh. That's what I'm predicting. Yeah, he did. Winning season. I, I mean... When they went to Ben's offense, they really were able to come back against that stout Cowboys defense and the just stud Garrett Gilbert on the other side. <laughs> that man played with guts, okay? <laughs> hmm. Man, I want to see Ben DiNucci play more football. Dude, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. That might have been my favorite game of all last year. It might have been my favorite Cowboys game all last year. Was watching Carson ben Wentz DiNucci was just play. thrown into anybody that had a helmet on. <laughs> ben DiNucci's throwing sidearm like Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Right? Like <laughs> to, to people without a helmet on, to the people staying on the sidelines. <laughs> he was just like, let it rip. Let's go. <laughs> that, was, that was the most beautiful train wreck disaster of a football game I've ever watched. <laughs> It's better it was than entertaining they, and horrible. It's better than what the when they put the Browns and Bengals on. Yeah, it was. That's it awful. Was no one wants to watch that. No. Yep. It's like, oh, here comes the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to bed then. What team's going to come in second place to New England? One of these. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's all I got. The only other thing we didn't talk about, Lucas, and we'll mention it because neither one of us know anything about this. Apparently, in Europe, they tried to start some super soccer league, which makes no sense. Don't they already have like five? I don't know. There's a Premier League, and then a Champions League, and then there's the FIFA, and the, I don't know. We have the MLS, which is pretty much the old premier and champions league players come over here and make money off Americans and then retire in the lame and free home of the brave. I, apparently they were going to make some super league. 
where like, like where they masked all those together. So I think essentially what it was was a lot of people putting in money to create their own soccer league outside of like the Premier League and all that stuff. So they got all the money. See, XFL all over again. Yeah, well, more USFL. So when the USFL started and was taking players away from the NFL, right? So, like, uh, Jim Kelly went to the USFL instead of the NFL. Mm. Sort of deal. Um, it was sort of like that. And then, like, the Premier League and FIFA came out and said, if you do, if you join this league, you're barred from any of our competitions, which includes the World Cup. Ooh. And it's like, man, that's a little rough. That puts the kibosh on that. Yeah, but there was like a whole big political thing with soccer where, I don't know, essentially they were all cheating, lying, and patting their own pockets. That sounds about right. I mean, we're not going to pretend like that doesn't happen in the NFL. Oh, yeah, I'm not acting like that's something special to soccer, but that sounds about right. It's happened in the NFL. Anyways. We just watched it happen for a pay-per-view fight. Yeah. When there's money involved, the evil will come to the surface. Yeah. That's why all the sports betting worries me a little bit. I, honestly. A little bit. Not honestly, a lot. A little bit. It doesn't. I don't know that it matters that much because there's already so much money flying around that. At least it's legalized. I mean, I don't know. Whenever... Matt Stafford was traded to the Rams. If there was like a a bet for Matt Stafford for MVP, like I'd have thrown ten bucks at it. <laughs> Might hit. You never know. I mean I'd love if that happened too. I want him to be successful. I do too. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Yep. I also would have loved if he went to the NFC or the AFC West and him versus Patrick Mahomes twice a year would have been awesome. Would have been super awesome. Him with John Gruden. Because he would have slung it all over the map. Like Matt Stafford may not be Patrick Mahomes, but he'll dang sure try. I don't Yeah. People forget how good his arm is. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, he's got a cannon. Cannon. Yeah. Still got a cannon. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see him play in, in a new uniform this year. I did see Fine. the Rams owner rented out some massive house in L.A. for them to do the draft in. Did you see it? Wow. It's huge. I'll send you – Adam Schefter tweeted a video of them walking around this house, mansion. They have uh-huh. an, like one of those infinity pools that looks like it never ends, like going out into the ocean, and they're like yeah. hitting golf balls off of it, and it looks like the most magical place on earth. That's that's living life right there. Yeah, I need a golf simulator. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> now we're just rambling on. So if you guys are yeah. still here, we appreciate it. Um, again, thanks for listening. Let us know what you guys think. We had, I had the most fun interacting with everyone after our 
fast food bracket. That was a blast. That was a blast. It was awesome. Maybe we'll do another weird bracket like that. Yeah, I saw soon. a candy one. I thought about the candy one, but we gotta wait because, like, n- the next episode is gonna be after draft. the draft. So we'll talk all about the draft, just like what happened in the draft. And we're pretty much just going to talk about the Cowboys and Steelers. Let's be real. That's all we're going to talk about. Of course, as we should. I'm probably going to make slant jokes. Probably going to make slant jokes. I'm probably going to make defense jokes. I might make some of those too, but anyways. (laughs) Hey, the Cowboys didn't give up 50 points in the playoffs. I don't know what happened. We couldn't even snap the ball. Like, what was that? What's great is you were so upset about thinking how bad the defense was, you didn't think to say, that's because the Cowboys didn't make it to the playoffs. Everybody knows the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. That's an understood fact at this point. Like, of course the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. Did you say Cowboys? Yeah, of course. Not the playoffs. So, at this point, at this point, not even just because I'm a fan, just because I want to watch every media person just eat it. I want the Cowboys <laughs> to win the Super Bowl just so, like, Stephen A. Smith has to sit there and think they stinking won the Super Bowl. Darn it. <laughs> I don't really like Stephen A. Smith, but I don't want to see that happen. That's the best, the best thing about Stephen A. Smith is his videos just chuckle. <laughs> How about them Cowboys? It's my favorite thing Stephen A. Smith does. I don't know. And I love it because I know how much you hate him. (sighs) (laughs) It does make me, it makes me really angry. It makes me so angry. Like just how illogical some of the arguments are. And then people get mad. Cowboys fans always think their teams win the Super Bowl. Of course we do. We're fans. That's what we're supposed to do. We want us to do something else. You're worse about it than everybody else. You really are. How? How? Because because How? most of the media kisses cowboy butt too, so it makes no, they it worse. Don't. Oh my god! Who? What was the crap that had the Cowboys win the Super Bowl last year before it kicked off? That that's was the, the media. FBI. That's the media. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Banging my forehead off the microphone. <laughs> Not all the media, some of the media. More of the media and America's team. Gosh, that's so aggravating for the rest of us. You know who travels better than anybody? Pittsburgh fans. That's who. The Cowboys travel really well too, but they don't actually travel because they have fans everywhere. Same thing with Pittsburgh. Got fans everywhere. Anywhere Pittsburgh plays, Pittsburgh fans there. And even if they do travel, that just speaks to the loyalty of the people who pull for the Steelers. Yeah, but most of the people that don't live in Pittsburgh that are fans of the Steelers are wearing Juju Smith-Schuster jerseys doing the Corvette Corvette dance as they walk into the stadium because that's all they know. I wish you could feel how angry I am. I can Now I'm angry. I can feel it through the computer screen. Someone... Should throw something at him next time he goes out and tries to do one of these dances. 
Well, I think there was a Bengals defensive back that threw his body <laughs> through him. Oh, I always loved Juju a little bit though because of his hit on Vontez Perfect. Yeah, yeah, he'll that live in lore for that, and yeah. The only good game he had was when the defense gave up 50 points last year. He still put up better numbers. That was his than... only 100-plus yard receiving game I know, since but Antonio Brown I was looking at some numbers. Left. I was looking at some numbers. He had better numbers than like Jarvis Landry. He had better numbers than uh, I think it was Calvin Ridley maybe. He had better numbers than a few marquee players. Calvin Ridley's a number this. two receiver. Well, he's been putting up better numbers than Julio. I don't think it was Calvin Ridley, now that I've said that out loud. It was somebody else. But, like, nobody's jumping on Jarvis Landry. Nobody's jumping on some of these other guys. Juju put up pretty decent numbers last year. Didn't play well, I don't think, but he put up decent numbers. I don't know. Oh. Anyway. Anyways, I did try to record when they replayed the Steelers-Browns playoff game so I could re-watch it just to enjoy it. Um, but, regardless, I need to get that out the here draft's forever. coming up. I'm tape. excited. This is where the NFL season starts. It's in That's Cleveland right. with the Browns, who I'm excited about this year because a little bit of monkey off their back, play a little yeah. bit better. They beat the big bad Steelers twice last year. What am I going to do? Give him, give him a pat on the back? Give him that? No. They signed Jadavion Clowney. Other, and some other pieces that I think are going to make their team better. Second year with uh, whatever that guy's name is. Their head coach. From the oh, Vikings. Uh, yeah. I can't think of his name. What's his name? Oh, gosh. C- coach of the year candidate. Um, Kevin Stefanski. Thank you. Wow. I couldn't find Calvin Ridley or Kevin Stefanski tonight. So all I could picture was his like cheap grandmother made face mask that had his initials stitched into the side of it. Like, is this a problem that you have to have your initials stitched in the side of your mask? It's not a problem. No. Why is it? Don't do that. I don't get it. Are they still going to have to wear masks next year? I don't know. The That's NFL was mandating any personnel, not players, like the people that worked in the facilities, all had to be vaccinated. Oh, really? They worded it in a way that didn't sound super like you won't be able to work if you don't get vaccinated, but they were essentially That's saying if you don't get vaccinated, you can't work. So then if they're all vaccinated, they don't have to wear masks when they're around each other, right? That makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm just ready for all this stuff to be over. Very. Yeah. You know, I, I want fans in the stands. I want the terrible towels, dang it. Yeah. Anyways. Don't laugh at the terrible towel. Show I, some respect. I have nothing to say about the terrible towel. 
I think it's dumb, but actually, funny story. Terrible towel, right? I was in middle school. We went to Myrtle Beach on vacation, and we went to the Dixie Stampede. You ever been to the Dixie Stampede? Sure have. Awesome. Bring you like half a chicken to eat. Delicious. Loved every second of it. They brought you out a towel with your food. And I can't remember what side we were on. But we did something. Our side did something well out in the (laughs) arena. So my mom decided she was going to cheer him on. So she grabbed the towel. She stood up and started swinging it above her head. And it's a wet towel for you to wipe your hands off. So she's just slinging water all around the place. (laughs) I can see that in my head pretty clearly. (laughs) Anyways, I think she was just like, Hoo, 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 hoo. Pretty much what it was. Um, I like it. Which is also a sneak peek in what the most wrestling matches and football games were like when Kathy Kearns was in the stands. And that's why she was in my yearbook as one of the top memories from my senior year class. Cheering at football games with Kathy Kearns. There we go. Heroes get remembered. Legends never die. That goes. Oh, all right. Well, I think that'll officially do it. Yeah, we said short. Nothing short about it. Yeah, there wasn't anything short about this. This was long. (laughs) But you know what? It was fun. I'm sure people enjoyed this. If they didn't, they would have already turned it off by now. That's right. If you're still listening and you enjoyed it, awesome. That must mean that you were on a longer car drive than the other people. Or you got in and this auto-played. I listened to five podcasts last week, and I didn't hear a single word of any of them. Because it just auto-played when I got in the truck. And, like, I had the radio down because my daughter was talking to me in the back seat. So, anyways. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks, and we'll talk about the draft. That's right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.